sound Tapajivanam Kavividiritam Kalmashapaham Shravanamangalam Shri Madatatam Bhuvigrinanti Buridayanaha The nectar of the world is the life for those who are scorched by the world. The words which have been uttered by the knowers of truth, which wipe out sins, the very hearing of which is beneficial which are beautiful, pleasing to the ears, pleasing to the hearts, which are exhaustible. Those who recount them on the earth are the givers of plenty. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace, peace be to all. In our last two satsangs, we talked about Swami Vishuddhananda's life and his association with Holy Mother and direct disciples of Sri Ramakrishna. The Swami was born in 1883, died in 1962. He was the Eighth President of the Ramakrishna Order. <coughs> there are some Swamis in our order are great intellectuals, great scholars. Some Swamis are Shadokas. Shadoka means they dive deep into his spiritual life. They do not come to the working field. They're just like a spiritual magnet. There are some Swamis, there are great workers, builders. So we have all kinds of monks, you see. This Swami, was mainly Shadoka and also a great scholar. You see, when we are in the working field, we get tired, exhausted, bored. <coughs> we go to these swamis to get inspiration. They call it Vedanta Dindima. Do you know what this means? There is one school of Vedanta, they beat the drum near your ear and they will tell you, your true nature, you are that Atman. You forgot your true nature. That these teachers will always remind you, what is the goal of life? Why have you come here? I remember a story. There was a some kind of disagreement and fighting among these two monks. The monk who is very weak, he came to Swami Brahmananda 
and said, Maharaj, you will have to take an action that monk humiliated me, this and that. Swami Brahmananda has a method. Today my stomach is not good. You come tomorrow. <laughs> Next day if you go, I say my head is not working today. You come tomorrow. In this way he will harass you, three days. After three days, you know, then there are many things in our life. The time solves many problems. So what happened, after two days, this monk could not bear anymore. He could not endure anymore. He came and fell at Swami Brahmananda's feet and said, Maharaj, you will have to take an action. I cannot do anything. I, I cannot bear anymore. Do you know what did Swami Brahmananda do? He just put his hand on that monk's head and said, Do you remember? Why did you leave home? Only one sentence immediately solved the problem. Do you remember why did you leave home? You came to realize God not to quarrel and fight. You know, there that magnetic touch and their spiritual power solved the problem in that. This Swami was that category. Tremendous spiritual power. Sometimes we go with some people when you read the Gospel of Ramakrishna, see Ramakrishna, why, how we would solve the problem? People would come with their problems, sit down, listen to a story. He tells a story and solves the problem. So this Swami, we have seen him like a magnet. People from far, far away would come to just to listen to him. And every afternoon he would give a satsang. He would sit in the living room, in the big room, and all devotees would come and they would ask questions and he would answer. And he would travel many places and give initiation. And every day he used to make a topic, you know, this is the topic I, he used to talk. And so this, day, this particular day he talked only about Sri Ramakrishna. You know, some people are very queer, very strange concept about religion. Some people think religion means, you know, with koshakushi, water flowers, repeating mantra, that's a religion. Some people think prayer is religion. Some people have various ideas about religion. Then the Swami was telling, do you know how I understand religion? Ashad. Taste. Taste. How to taste spirituality. Sometimes I give this illustration. 
you sat for meditation for 60 minutes. Take it for granted, 59 minutes you will fail. <laughs> And one minute, somehow you can keep your mind in God. That one minute experience is something. I give this this illustration. I put 60 particles of sugar in front of you. 59 particles I took away. One particle I put on your tongue. And if I ask how does it taste, you will say sugar tastes sweet. But you have taken only one particle. That he meant. Ashad. Taste. Once you taste it. It is hard to give up. You see, we do, we we do not get taste for that reason. We become very mm, very disturbed. We, we do not. What is the meaning? Going to Kali Mandir? Why should I sit there? Close my eyes? Why should I pray? But those who get the taste, they cannot stop it. They come again and again. A person came to Shyam Brahmananda. Maraj, I am coming here last twenty years. I am not getting anything. Brahmananda became very grave. He looked at that devotee. Then, in the afternoon, in the gathering, Sai Brahmananda, Shivananda, they are seated, and all devotees are in front. Sai Brahmananda says, "Tarukda, Shivananda." This devotee came this morning. He is telling me that twenty years he is coming to Belur Mart. He is not getting anything. What do you think about it? Maharaj, don't listen to them. They are they get something they do not know. No, 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 no. He is very sincere. He says twenty years he is coming here, but he is not getting anything. Then Shyam Brahmananda said to him, "Listen." If you would not get anything here, you would not come here second time. <laughs> you get something. That is the reason you people come to Kali Mandir again and again. Taste. That is the most important thing in spiritual life. Taste. Look, what Sri Ramakrishna said to him. <coughs> hey, we looked abarishche. When the second day he came, hey, this fellow has come back again. Then he said, "Do you know what? Peacock. If you give opium to the peacock at four o'clock every afternoon, the peacock get used to it. You know, every day at four o'clock he will come and for <laughs> for a little opium, little opium." Well, this fellow, that we am, the recorder of the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna, he is that fellow. You know, he got some taste. That's the reason he came back. Oh, if we look at Abhishek, that fellow has come back again. That is called that is called taste. Once you get this taste, it is hard for you to give up. That he is talking about. Some people, you know, superficial. They come and go. Oh, very nice home. Then they leave. But once you get the taste, you will never give up. 
Only that taste comes from practice. Practice. Then he talked about the Brahmas. Keshav Chandra Sen, great speaker. Even Queen Victoria praised his oratory. He was the founder of Navobidhan Brahma Samaj. He was a great evangelist. He inspired many, many people in India. There, when he saw Sri Ramakrishna, Sri Ramakrishna went to see him. When he saw Sri Ramakrishna and saw him in Samadhi, he was overwhelmed. We read about it. It is in the books, but we have never seen a person can demonstrate Samadhi. If you search for God with a longing heart, definitely you will see Him. One can talk to Him. As I am talking to you, Shotti Bolsi, Darshanai, I am speaking you the truth. One can see God. And now the Brahmas knew Sri Ramakrishna is a temple priest, a dualist, worships God with form, Kali. And the Brahmas do not believe God with form. Their concept of God like Christian concept of God. God is formless, but God has many qualities. Omniscient, omnipotent, all-powerful, all-merciful. These are the qualities of God. But they do not believe God with form. The Muslims also have the same idea about God. First, the Brahmas do not believe God, worship God with form. Second, Abhutarvan. They did not believe that God comes as a human form, as an avatar. They did not believe in Guru Bad. You must be devoted to your Guru. They did not believe in John Mantarabad, transmigration, reincarnation. I think, and Swamiji also did not believe avatar, Advaitabad. Non dualism. That Vivekananda preached non dualism in America and the West. You see, that I, I think I told you in, in, on a previous occasion, it is not easy to transform Swami Vivekananda. Physically strong, mentally strong, intellectually strong, spiritually strong. Tremendous ego. He came to see Ramakrishna Sir, all these things you see, it is all illusion. What do you mean? Mother talks to me, it is illusion. Sir, I don't care for your mother. <laughs> Very strong person. If you criticize my mother, don't come here anymore. Then he went and prepared tobacco for him. <laughs> that Vivekananda changed. You see, you will have to understand the Western, he is the representative of the Western world, Vivekananda. 
he got western education we taught him do not accept anything without evidence that is the basic thing of western education want proof he say i am coming from missouri show me let us call show me a state <laughs> do you know that st missouri show me a state show me everything you say show me so the western people show me proof sri ramakrishna demonstrated showed him are it is true you are thinking the vedic rishis they are all crazy otherwise they wrote all these things upanishad that is the way swami ji used to take out the upanishad is goti brahma baji brahma this table is brahman this book is brahman this is brahman ludicrous impossible when he got sri ramakrishna's touch whole thing changed he started to see consciousness pervades in everything his mother serving food mother is consciousness food consciousness the car coming through the street consciousness the railing of hedua consciousness then he thought it is true the rishis their experiences are true ramakrishna faced this challenge i remember you see at that time the missionary people are trying to convert the hindus they said everything the vedas these are all false all hinduism is false christianity is the best religion christian if you be christians you will be rich like us you will be civilized like this this is the way they are brainwashing the young generation those who went to english school brainwashed swami ji was with with that group <laughs> i remember a very interesting story of mahatma gandhi a few years ago i went to south africa so i went to durban mahatma gandhi's home is there kitchen his printing press everything is there it's a beautiful country south africa so what happened gandhi wanted to found that christianity there is no caste system among the christians there is no caste so he was very excited he was thinking if i can bring christianity in hinduism so i can abolish this caste system he did not like caste swami ji also did not like caste system at all so do you know what happened swami ji mahatma gandhi went to a church the moment he was trying to get in he was stopped <laughs> this church is not for you this church is only for the white people <laughs> you go to that church there are only black people go to that church gandhi said my goodness here is also caste system <laughs> if he gave up going to the church then swami talked about most people fight quarrel about religion why they have partial experience in that connection swami ji sri ramakrishna told this story of the elephant four blind people blind men went to see an elephant first one touched the belly of the elephant 
and say elephant, um, elephant is just like a water barrel. Another touch the leg, elephant is just like a pillar. Another touch the ear, well, elephant is just like a winnowing fan. In this way, three, four people touch three, four places of elephant and express their experience. Each one is right. Nobody is wrong, but they are all blind because they did not see the whole elephant. Sri Ramakrishna wanted Vivekananda should see the whole, whole elephant. If you see the whole elephant, you cannot form any sect. There are 296 Christian denominations in America and Canada. All believe in Christ. But so many sects. There are 73 denominations in Islam. After Buddha's death, there is the 18 denominations of Buddhism. There are hundreds of denominations in Hinduism. Swamiji says sects are good, but sectarianism is very bad. Sri Ramakrishna, Swamiji says, he is a non-sectarian sect. He says, you see the whole elephant? Sri Ramakrishna, do not fight. Just see God. Then you decide whether God, which denomination he is. <laughs> that he was talking about Mutuar Buddhi. Dogmatic intellect, dogmatic views. These are, this is not good. <laughs> then <coughs> he talked about some people think that ancient time people would realize God, modern times people cannot see God. Hurry. It is important. It is not true. Look how it works. Two, H2O1. Two hydrogen, one oxygen makes water. It is true in America, it is true in India, it is true in China, it is true in Russia. It is true in every country. Two hydrogen, one oxygen make water because it is scientifically true. Similarly, this is spirituality also, it is a science, spiritual science. This science you cannot learn from school and college and universities. You will have to learn from these illumined souls, the great teachers of the world. It is a different kind of training. He was talking about Sri Ramakrishna's way of teaching, Bhava Mukhetak. That I was telling you, here is the infinite and here is the finite, here is the border. When Sri Ramakrishna is looking toward the infinite, he is merging into Samadhi. When Sri Ramakrishna is turning his face to this world, he is seeing the sufferings of humanity. And came to help people. It is the Divine Mother, you see, God endowed with Maya is called Ishara, God. Brahman endowed with Maya is called Ishara, God. 
at that time he can see sufferings of humanity he comes forward to help then he thought you know ramkrishna is not an ordinary student he corrected his gurus tutapuri sri ramkrishna's non-dualistic guru did not believe god with form brahman alone is real but he had he lived in with ramkrishna for one year then he had terrible blood dysentery he was trying to get rid of the disease through his will power failed he tried to commit suicide he jumped into the ganges walked from this side to the other side and found only knee deep water he could not find sufficient water to be drowned actually those areas at least 30 25 30 feet 40 feet deep in that area of the ganges i know it is all divine mother's play then he came back came to sri ramakrishna and sri ramakrishna took him to the mother he believed the divine mother's power he did not believe the maya aspect this brahman's shakti aspect shakti also is very important brahman and shakti without shakti brahman cannot function and without Br- brahman shakti cannot function consciousness and power that is the way we see the symbol where shiva is pure consciousness above is kali shakti shiva and shakti created this whole world any of that he was talking about that he at least believed god with form and bhairavi brahmani his tantric guru she did not believe no advaitavada but sri ramakrishna said this is also true so he changed his guru then he said after realization what happens will you get 10 heads and five uh, Ten eyes or four legs and four feet. I remember one person came to Shami Sharada Nanda and said, "Maharaj, I am not getting anything. But what do you want? A realization? Do you want four hands? It will be difficult for you to sleep. <laughs> do you know if you have four hands, where will you put your hands? It is very difficult to place four hands. You know." Mother Durga can handle with her ten, ten hands, you know. <laughs> so he said it would be difficult. Some people, do you know what? Some people want change, change, change. I want to see the change. Or it change when you realize God, you are not getting four eyes and ten heads and four mouths. Your body will remain the same. Inside will change. Your whole inside, you can see the transformation. Your body will not be transformed. Your inside will transform. That is called God realization. God realization means you will be endowed with godly qualities. Your mind will float in bliss and peace. Na priya priis prishata. Brother Nagupanisha says, "A good and evil, nothing can perturb you." You are in a such a higher realm that he was telling. The, but what happens after God realization? What happens? Do you know what happens? At that time comes compassion, and the purpose of your life 
has been attained. At that time, Jizar will only, only Jizar will come to give, 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 give. Take the position of a giver. That Swamiji is shouting all the time. Give, share with others. See, Ramakrishna used to say, Jar Ache, Mapu, Jar Nei, Jopu. If you have money or other things, give to the people. If you have nothing, repeat mantra, help others spiritually. That he was talking about. Dekhu, Shiva, serve people. Always give some service to the people. Do you know why? why? That will destroy your selfishness. Otherwise you will be self-centered all through your life. Always love people, serve people. That he was talking about. Compassion. Then he mentioned that how Swami Vivekananda tested his Guru. One day Sri Ramakrishna went to the temple, Swamiji put a coin under his mattress. And Sri Ramakrishna came back, sat on his bed, Oof! Jolegalo! Jolegalo! Burning! Burning! See what is below? They found the coin. Immediately he knew. Very good, very good. <laughs> Test me, and a, and a money changer tests a coin, whether it's a fake or not. If you tune, that is good. Tap, that is bad. It is a fake coin means it is made with lead. And in our part of the country, I do not know. But I say American coins do not make any noise. <laughs> 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 British I remember British period. Tung, very good sound comes. But if it is a lead, Top. It doesn't make good noise, good sound at all. <laughs> so, anyhow, as a money changers check the coins, similarly check me, test me. He did not become upset. Huh? You test me and all these things. A real guru does not become upset, you see. <laughs> Siddham Krishna was the embodiment of renunciation. Ramakrishna Mission, Shilang, 14th March, 1957. That day, Swami talked only about Gita. Gita, Ganga, Chagayatri, Govinde, Tiridhisthite, Chaturgakara, Sanjukte, Punarjanmana, Vidyate. Gita, Ganga, Gayatri, Govinda. In these four places, there is G. If you have this four G in your life, you will be never be reborn. It is a eulogy of the Bhagavad Gita. Gita Sugita Kortebya Kimanai Shastavistari Yaswayam Padmanabhaisa Mukha Padma Vinishrita Gita, Sugita, Kurti, Vyakimanu, Shasavite. If Gita, that one scripture can serve the whole purpose, which is the necessity of reading hundreds of books? Because this Gita came from the lips of, the, of Padmanabha, Krishna. And these are the God's words. We call it Bhagavad Gita. Gita actually, Gita means song. What kind of song? 
God's song. It is not an ordinary song. Bhagavad Gita, song sung by God. Very important. There are 700 verses in the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna sang that song and removed two things from Arjuna. Fear and delusion, confusion. These are the common problems of all these human beings. Fear. We live in fear. And sometimes we cannot make any decision. We are confused. Krishna removed these two basic things from Arjuna's mind. So what happened after the Mahabharata war, Arjuna asked Krishna, I, you know, at that time I was in full of tension in the battlefield. Uh, could you uh, recite those parts, the Gita, Gita again? Krishna said, no. At that time I was in in a very inspired mood. At that time I told you this Gita. But if you want to listen in essence, that I can do. That is called Onu Gita. That is in the Onu Shasan part of the Mahabharata. So I can tell you the essence. But at that time I was in a very high, exalted mood. <laughs> then he was talking about Gita Rupadesar Kothamrita Kothashad. But the Gospel of Ramakrishna and the Bhagavad Gita both are wonderful, simple, penetrating messages of these two reincarnations. You see, it is Krishna in God, in Krishna form, taught the Bhagavad Gita. And it is the same God in Ramakrishna form demonstrated that Gita. Acharya Vinava Bhave once made a remark. I read 50 commentaries of the Bhagavad Gita. 50 commentaries. I read 8 or 10 commentaries. I have a book on 8 commentaries of the Bhagavad Gita. And I read other commentaries also, anyhow. But the best commentary was told by Sri Ramakrishna. What did he say? If you repeat Gita ten times, how does it sound? Gita, 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 Tagi, Tagi. If you reverse it, Gita, Tagi, Tagi. What does it mean? Renounce, 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 renounce. Be unattached. Have everything. Don't take any ownership. Everything belongs to God. I told you that my joke. <laughs> I, in Hollywood, I gave a lecture on that. So one movie actor came and said, Swami, what you said I am practicing? I go, what are you practicing? Swami, my home belongs to Bank of America. <laughs> my car belongs to Bank of America. My body belongs to Blue Shield, Blue Cross. Swami, I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing, Swami. <laughs> Funny.
you see, you will have to understand when the Gita was taught. There are two powerful schools in India. Karmakanda of the Vedas and Gyanakanda of the Vedas. This is the ritualistic school, the Mimamsakas, and this is the Vedanta school, the Upanishads. Those two schools are fighting regarding supremacy, that who is the greatest. Karmakanda Pinoy says, you practice this, you will go to heaven. This school says heaven is a temporary place. Have liberation. Take the path of knowledge. And he says, take the path of action. Krishna is a wonderful level-edged person, you see. He built two columns. If you read the Gita, you will see he is praising karma like anything. And he is praising the knowledge also like anything. Then what do you know? What did you do? He made the St. Louis Arch. <laughs> <laughs> with devotion, with love, he joined. That is the beauty of the Bhagavad Gita. Knowledge portion, path of knowledge and path of action are connected with devotion. That Krishna did it. Tremendous synthesis, harmony of different paths. That we find in the Bhagavad Gita. That Swami was talking about. Huh. In Kothamrita, if you read the Gospel of Sri Ramakrishna, all teachings of Gita manifested there. And you see, Sri Ramakrishna's guru, Totapuri, spent 40 years to attain Nirvikalpa Samadhi. And Sri Ramakrishna attained Nirvikalpa Samadhi within three days. 40 years, guru practiced and got Nirvikalpa, and he did it, he got it in three days. When Krishna taught the Gita, he was immersed in yoga. And same thing when Sri Ramakrishna gave the teachings in the gospel, he was in Bhava Mukha. Bhava means idea, Mukha means mouth. The mouth of the ideas. Do you know what is the mouth of the ideas? Listen how it works. Shabda Brahma. Sound. What am I doing now? I am speaking. Sound. I am making sound. This sound has four parts. Para, Pashyanti, Madhyama, Vaikhari. Para means say Supreme Brahman, where this sound is in unmanifested state. It's not moving. Sound at that time in silence mode. Complete silence. That is Brahman. Then one step down. Ishwara, God. Sound just manifested. But did not move. 
that is called bhavamukha just mouth the the eye the mouth of the idea it has not yet taken any form then come another state a step down mental state that is all the time you me all these things are vibrating my thoughts thoughts are vibrating one after another jumping thought waves just as we have seen ekg you you see the graphs coming like this so thought waves are passing your mind like this i have to go to kalimante swami oh, i have to go for groceries or oh, tomorrow i have to do work and all these things even a boom 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 thought waves are rising 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 that is called madhyama next boikhari express sound so i am now in a boikhari state i am expressing this sound these thoughts are in my mind then my thoughts are coming through my mouth so his bhavamukha is in the third in the ishara state that sound just manifests as the thought and from that plane at that time he can see oh he can see your whole mind oh you need this oh you need this oh you need this at that time he can see everybody's mind and he taught accordingly that is ishwar that is ramakrishna doing he is a good doctor he knows every specific medicine it must work it is not quack doctor oh doctor it is not working oh take this medicine oh doctor it is not working oh it is not working take this medicine a quack doctor continuously change medicines you see <laughs> but a good doctor bas one dose finish it must work sir amkrishna is that doctor you see not a quack doctor But sir, why is Sri Ramakrishna told that if you want to understand in thousand words, go to Keshav Chandra Sen. <laughs> He is a great orator, great scholar. And if you want to understand in one sentence, come to me. Sri <laughs> Ramakrishna was so funny sometimes. <laughs> Ramakrishna Mission, Shillong, 15th March, 1957. Oh. What do we learn from Sri Ramakrishna's life that he talked that day? What can we learn from Sri Ramakrishna's life? He said, "Manov jibonir udesho ishallah." The goal of human life is to realize God. It is hard to believe. You see, in this country, you no, know, in this world, you know, I want to be a millionaire. After millionaire, what is it? That is over. I want to get married, have children, and home, and car, and all this. Is that the goal? What is the goal? 
what is the purpose of coming to this world? Sri Ramaswami Vivekananda is that one sentence I remember when I was in school, I memorized it. Jokun John Mechi Shakta Dagre Keja. If you were born in this world, keep a mark on this earth that you came. Who keeps mark in this world? The person who has the maximum sacrifice. You see, sacrifice makes a person great. Selfish person will never be worshipped. But Christ, Buddha, Krishna, Ramakrishna, Vivekananda, those people will be worshipped because their sacrifice is the highest. Sacrifice. What have you done for God? What have you done for the humanity? Most people are my wife, my husband, my children, my home, my family, my, 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 my. That is the reason Vedanta reminds us again and again. These two words, please remember, I and my. I and my are the warp and woof of Maya. All these human beings are see around you. We are, including myself, we are trapped by that net of Maya. I and my. If there is no I and my, there is no world. I am beautiful, I am learned, I am this, I am that, I am this. My, my friend, my family, only people are only thinking about I and my, I and my. If you read Viveka Chudamani, Jewel of Discrimination by Shankara, he pounded this I and my. Forget this I and my. That's Ramakrishna's look, what Ramakrishna taught this eye-breaking mantra. Not I, thou, not I, thou. Naham, naham, tuhu, tuhu. Naham, naham, tuhu, tuhu. Not I, not I, Lord, thou, thou. Christ also said, thy will be done. Oh, that is the ego-breaking mantra. Most people are tied with this ego. I am smart, I am learned, I am beautiful, I am this. Are that is not the goal. This I can be spiritualized. Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahman. Aham Brahman, I am Brahman, I am Brahman. I sometimes, you know, and mind is very much disturbed. I practice that. And I sometimes say, do you know why? What is that Brahman? Do you know what you repeat? Ishwa, Atma, Apohatapatma, Pijaru, Bimritu, Vishuka, Bijigitsa, Apipasa, Satyakama, Satya Sankalpa. You see, we do not have any concept of Brahman. So, what do I say? Isho Atma Apohato Papma, sinless. Your Atman, there is no sin. That means no ignorance. Apohato Papma, Bijaru, no disease, no sickness in the Atman. Bimiritu, no death for you. Bishoka, no grief, no suffering, no pain in the Atman. Bijigitsha, desireless. Apipasha, they have no thirst for worldly things. Shatyakama, only loves the truth. That is my true nature. You see, this is, do you know what does it mean? It is called dehypnotization. We are all hypnotized by Maya. I and my. I remember I had a devotee came to me and said, Swami, I have a little problem, ego problem. I'm going, really? Do you have any ego? I said, yes, Swami. <laughs> then I said, are you the Miss Universe? No, Swami. Do you have a PhD degree? No, Swami. 
Do you have a millions of dollars? No, Swami. Then what do you have? <laughs> if you have fantastic beauty, you can claim, oh, I am beauty. I miss universe. I am multi-millionaires. I have a, several PhDs. <laughs> I remember a funny story of our Swami, our Boston Swami. Swami. One of our devotees, she got master's degree in American history. And she wanted to have her PhD. They are, they are from New Hampshire. I went to their home. I stayed one night with them. So, Nina, Eleanor, so Swami said, well, Swami, I'd like to have my PhD. Then Swami says, really, you need a PhD? Well, yes, come with me. Swami took Nina to kitchen. Here I give you PhD. Prepare Hindu dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare Hindu dishes. That is PhD. <laughs> Swami was... Huh? <laughs> Some people may be hurt or what. <laughs> Marriage was so funny. I remember once I gave a slideshow in Marshfield. They have a retreat house on the Atlantic coast between Boston and Providence. So I wanted to give a slideshow. I said, Maharaj, I need carousel projector. I shall bring carousel tray. So I went there and called Maharaj, where is my carousel projector? What do you say, brother? Uncle, I need a projector, otherwise I cannot show. Brother, why carousel and casserole are both same to me. <laughs> I do not know all those things. <laughs> you call me Nina's husband, Archie. Archie knows all those things. Please get your things from him. Oh, casserole or casserole. So funny, Shadu. Did he make a kitchery? Funny, funny. Then Swami. You see, the more you will think, do you know what God realization, what do we need? Purity. If you take initiation, it will purify your body and mind. And he was talking about, the more you will think about God, the more your body and mind will be purified. Through studying will not be enough. In the scripture, sugar and sand are mixed together. But if you go to a holy person, he will give you only the sugar. Look, there are two things in this world, external world and the internal world. We are all holding the external world. Money, positions, these, that, yes. 
real spiritual life begins when we turn our minds inward. Then he sang this song, Apnate apnite ko mon jeevana ko karu ghare, jachabita boshe babi khojoni jantapure. Pramodhanjan Ratan Mani jachabhe dite pare, katamani pude ashe shai chintamani nazduare. Which is a song of Kamala Kanto, very beautiful song. So, these were the lines also I sometimes repeat when mind becomes very restless. Apnate apnite ko mon jeevana ko karu ghare. Oh my mind, remain within yourself. Don't roam hither and thither. Don't go to other places. Whatever you want, you will get from within. There are so many gems and jewels are lurking on the, at the gate of the Chintamuni, the Divine Mother's gate. Whatever you want, you will get at her feet. Don't roam here and there. That he sang that song. In that connection, I shall tell you another Upanishadic mantra I really love to practice. That is called Dahorubhita, which is in the Chandogya Upanishad. Atayidamasmin Brahmapuri Dharam Punjarikaksham Beshma Dahorasmin Antarakasha Tosmin Jatanta Tadaganishtibya Tadvijigyansitibya What a beautiful verse. Atha idamashmin Brahmapuri, Brahmapur, the city of Brahman, this heart. This inside the heart, there is a small space. There is a lotus. Inside this lotus, there is a little space. What is in that space? That you must know. That you must sort. That you will have to sort. That you will have to think. That is the place of the Atman. Kotamuni Pudya Sesei Chintamuni Najduare. Beautiful. What are you looking? All human beings want only one thing. Ananda. Bliss. We go to school for bliss, we get marriage for bliss, we want children for bliss, we build home for bliss. Bliss is the guiding force. Look what Upanishad says. In the in the Tuti Upanishad. Ananda Dhiva Kullimani Bhutani Jayanti. Anandena Jatani Jivanti. Ananda Prayanta Visambijanti. Tadvijigasaswa Tadbrahmeti. The whole universe created from Ananda bliss. Our parents gave birth to our bodies out of bliss. Bliss is the guiding force. This whole universe is waiting for the. We are. St- if there is no bliss in this world, all people would commit suicide. They would jump from Golden Gate Bridge. That is the best place to commit suicide in this country. <laughs> <laughs> from 1937, how many hundreds, thousands of people jumped from the Golden Gate Bridge? You will go straight 2,200 feet down. Finish. So now they are going to put a net so yes. that you will not jump. <laughs> In America, everything is possible. You know? <laughs> 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 no, 
हमारा स्वर्गराज्य किंगडम अफ हेभेन किंगडम अफ हेभेन क्राइस इज द किंगडम अफ हेभेन इज विद इन यू बट यू आर सर्चिंग आउट साइड इज ए ब्यूटिफुल सूफी स्टोरी ए मैन फाउंड ए स्ट्रीट लाइट एंड सर्चिंग समथिंग सो इज नेबर कैम हुआ जर सर्चिंग ड्रॉप माई की and that i am searching on the street well why did you drop i drop it in my home they were searching in the street because in my home there is no light <laughs> what a beautiful lesson there is no light in my home do you know what i mean here This place is completely dark. The kingdom of heaven is within you. It is here. Search inside. This Swami is is telling again and again. Go within. Go within. God dwells in every human heart. You know. how this vedantic analogy comes you see here four billion cups of water and here is the sun what do you see you see four billion reflected suns you see the four billion reflected suns so that is you me every one of us all reflected god amazing this vedantic concept dehu divalayo prakto sajivo kevalo shivo this body is the tabernacle of god and inside we are all carrying god this is the concept this is the truth vedanta teaches that swami ji sri ramakrishna taught nadiva punarapi jananam punarapi maranam punarapi janani jathare shayanam yo sansare kholu dishtare kripaha pare pai murare birth death birth death there is endless this recycling 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 we will be recycled again and again again and again until we re-experience this god truth when you realize god what will happen you will be completely desireless that is our goal that holy mother was asking his niece her niece nolin do you know what to pray nirpashana lord make me desireless only god does not have a desire christ said ask he shall receive seek he shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you which <coughs> is in the bible ask seekers seek seek something time is running out or brahmanand ji used to say joto kichu bharosha tidis we exchange it up to 40 40 purely forsha whatever you are they want to achieve achieve within 40 after words that energy that 
it declines. In the very beginning, I sometimes used to tell the monks, you know, past 12 years, try to achieve something, get some taste. Otherwise, do you know what will happen? After 30, 40 years living in the monastery, if you do not get anything, you look back, you will inquire, what have I achieved? If same thing, all of you, what have I achieved? Then do you know what happens? Monastic life, frustration comes. Depression, frustration comes. Life is gone. Now aches and pains, problems, physical problems, this problem, that problem. When you are physically strong, mentally strong, gain something, achieve something, attain something. Oh, it's a, it's a Christian, I really read thoroughly the wisdom of the desert fathers, the early Christian settlers in Egypt, in the skating. Oof, their renunciation, their purity. Psh, remarkable. They hated two things, easygoing life and vain glory. Ego and easygoing life. The moment you have easygoing life, that means your, your growth will stop. Make a routine so that you can learn something new every day. Then your life will be fresh. That's how we find in Swami Vivekananda. He was a great learner, not only he was a great teacher, Every day he used to learn something new. For that reason, when you read his lectures, it is so fresh. Study. Meditate. All right, up to this tonight.